Well, it's always an honor to be invited to the White House to speak. And when you've got good news, i got to imagine it's particularly sweet. That's a situation that our Detroit police chief, James White, found himself in yesterday. And he joins us here on JR Afternoon. Chief, it's great to have you back. Thank you for having me. Uh, you got to go tout Detroit. You got to speak very highly of Detroit yesterday. We we talked about this when you released the numbers a couple of weeks ago. But the the your crime rate has fallen in the city of Detroit. And while um, it's not at zero, which is uh, the the ideal number, uh, things are have trend in the right direction. And and you got to talk to the president. And you got to address the White House yesterday. Tell me a little bit about about yesterday for you. Yeah, well, thank you again um, for, for having me to discuss this. Um, you know, I was invited down. This is my second time uh, being invited to uh, Washington and uh, been honored and, and, and certainly uh, proud each time. Yesterday, uh, I had the privilege of introducing the president of the United States, uh, something I, in my life I never thought I would have the opportunity to do. Uh, and it is because of the hard work of the men and women of the Detroit Police Department where uh, you know, we've seen some significant uh, reductions in violent crime in our city in 2023, and we're off to a, a pretty promising start in 24. So aside from the, the, the men and women of the department, which I know you, you put a, a lot of credit to, what, what, what else contributed to this? How did you end up at the White House? What, what was it specifically that, that uh, was a, a help to you in order to get these numbers down to where they are? Well, I was one of uh, seven chiefs that was invited, and I, again, I had the privilege of introducing the president and giving uh, a, a very quick speech about our work. Um, what contributed is very, very uh, complex, but simple, right? I mean, I know that doesn't make sense, but let me explain. The complexity is bringing the people to the table and working together. The simplicity is it starts with our community being really sick and tired of the violence in our community uh, and agreeing uh, – to, to work with the police. You know, we have a wonderful community. We only talk about a few when it comes to, to crime, but those few don't represent the whole. And I think in large part, our community is sick and tired of the, the, the unnecessary violence, the, the gun violence, the impulse decision-making, um, and, and, and a lot of our kids just getting in trouble unnecessarily and, and ruining their lives. So they've partnered with us, uh, and then at a more comprehensive and, and complex level, uh, we've got the right people at the table with our partners, with uh, our, 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 you know, our courts, uh, our, our, our Wayne County executive, our prosecutor, uh, a very dynamic U.S. attorney and Don Ison, the mayor's office, and all those things working together uh, to help drive crime down and the trust of our community that when something happens, they can confidently uh, share that information with the police and know that we're going to, A, keep it confidential, B, I worked very hard to get those perpetrators off the street. You know, it, it wasn't that long ago where there were calls to to take money away from police departments all across the country. And I think everybody realized that that wasn't the answer. It was we, we, we probably need to be funding our police at a higher rate, especially uh, here in the city of Detroit, where crime is traditionally high. Violent crime is traditionally high. And if you use that money in in the right way. If you're able to to continue to train your officers the right way, then you start to see things being done the right way. And I know this administration has has uh, put out billions of dollars 
to police agencies all across the country. I imagine Detroit has has benefited from that as well. We, we have our, mes- our American Rescue dollars. We've used um, very effectively. Um, we've you know what a new training facility. We've got new cars uh, for officers to respond to gun violence. Uh, our mental health co-response unit. You know one of the things that the pandemic brought that no one saw coming. Uh, is a significant, and I mean a significant, increase in mental health crisis calls. Uh, So we've used some of our dollars uh, to be able to expand our mental health co-response that puts a actual mental health professional uh, in the car with the the trained officer to respond to these folks in crisis. Uh, We also have some assigned to our 911 dispatch call center. So when the calls come in, you're now talking to a mental health professional with that call taker to assist someone who's in mental health crisis. So all of those things working together, um, you know, and, and, and really I, I can't emphasize it enough, the officers, you know, our mayor, our city council uh, unanimously approved a $10,000 raise for our officers. That allows me to mm. put a lot of officers on the street. Um, you know, since the raise, our attrition rate has dropped significantly. Uh, I've got officers, i got 40 uh Officers a month going through the academy. Uh, got an additional 200 are on the street uh, this summer. I'm putting another 140 on the street, and you're going to see them out there. They're not just going in scout cars. They're going to be out mm-hmm. in the communities. And we're going to do a lot of different type of programming this summer. Um, a lot of foot beats. Uh, you're going to think you're back in the uh, 80s and 90s with the foot beats, but I think they're effective <laughs> ways of getting to know, getting to sure. know your community. Well, I think it's a, I think it's great. I think any of that community engagement it, it goes a long way and, and hopefully drives some of these numbers down uh, even further. Did did you have a moment to soak it in? Did you? I know you were you were thinking about what you were going to say, part of the speech, and 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 just trying to keep focus on the task at hand, which I know you 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 pride yourself in. But were you able to just as you were standing there take a moment and soak it in and realize what was going on? You know, I, I did. It hit me right, probably at the worst time, right when I was giving the speech. And I just had a moment. <laughs> uh, right. I mean, it's so much going through your head, and then that moment yep. happens. Yep. Uh, and just thinking, you know, as a, a, a young kid in Detroit, um, extraordinarily humble beginnings in my family. Uh, my mom is deceased and uh, died very young. And I was just thinking, you know, I hope my mom is, is, is looking at me right now because who would have ever thought I would have this amazing opportunity. And I just felt a tremendous amount of pride for the city and pride for the department and, and, and just happy to be the face of the police department at a time when the work of the officers is, is getting so much acknowledgement. But I do want to say this. We are not planning a parade, and we are certainly not declaring victory over crime we got a tremendous amount of work to do. I'm sure you just saw we had an 11-year-old uh, mm. that was murdered. Yep. Uh, we, we, we made the arrests, and we got the, the violent offenders off the street, but we still got a lost 11-year-old wow. child that w- will never be sure. able to, to live, to, you know, what she ex- – her, sure. her life to her expectations. The, the work is never done. And, Chief, that's, that's uh, I think, one thing that we all very much respect about you. Thank you so much. Congratulations on getting to go out there, and we'll talk again very soon. All right. Thanks for having me. Have a good day. Yep. Yep. You do the same. That's Detroit Police Chief James White. Got to take a break.